Hello and welcome back to Beers with Buds. I'm your host, Andrew Friedman, the Canvas Sommelier. I'm joined here by my bud, Chef Alicia Ross. Chef, how are you doing today? Really good. Super excited to be on your podcast. Thank you so much for being <laughs> here. Um, tell everybody about yourself. Tell everybody about your food truck and your culinary journey so far, and then we'll just dive into it. All right. Uh, I am a food truck owner, a little truck on the prairie here in Calgary, and uh, we source uh, most of our food locally as much as we can. Uh, we do a lot of comfort food, kind of inspired um, by where we're from, and um, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just a little nervous. No, it's all good. It's it's fantastic. You're just saying you've never done anything like this, so I'm happy because you never you'll never forget your first. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, if it's bad, I'll be able to forget it. Just no kidding. It'll be great. It's not going to be bad. We've been chatting for a while now. We've had some great chats already. Nothing's changed at all. No. Once, yeah. once you get about once you get a few minutes into it, you totally forget. Um, <laughs> so the chef's being very modest. She's absolutely fantastic. She's been nominated as best chef in Calgary right now, yeah. which is really cool, and also best poutine and best burger. Um, so she's absolutely killing it. She's up beside some amazing, world-renowned chefs. And oh, uh, <laughs> we are just chatting about how you're kind of the underdog. But uh, we, we both think you're going to take the win. Yeah, I think that uh, my story right now kind of fits with what Calgary is looking for. Uh, being a woman in the industry, that's kind of uh, up and coming. And I'm... A my, badass woman in the industry. badass, yeah. Uh, trying, trying to, yeah, like keep my chin up with the rest of them. It's uh, a challenge for sure, but I, I think I'm growing into it and becoming a little bit uh, more comfortable well, with that. It's, it's really cool to be there with uh, Chef Darren McLean from The Final Table because that show absolutely blew up and uh yeah you know so he's he's pretty world renowned right at this moment he's no the, doubt. Net, the netflix kid from canada <laughs> yeah have you eaten at his restaurant before i actually haven't it's something my oh. business partners and i have been like trying to all go together but we're always so busy that it's been hard to like set down a date maybe uh, after i win we'll go in and uh yes rub celebrate it. yes <laughs> He can cook for you, <laughs> yeah. best chef in Calgary. That would be, I love that. That would be, that would be sweet, sweet. You could actually go eat at everybody's restaurant. I think I, I would do a tour. I would do the rounds and just yeah. be like, hey guys, how's it going? Yeah. Bring them a bottle of wine and then they can cook for you. That'd be super nice. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yeah, super excited. Um, it's really crazy. I think we're probably the first food truck that's been uh, had a chef nominated. So pretty proud of that. We wanted to come into the yeah, we wanted to come into the scene and kind of bring something new. And I think we've proven ourselves with these uh, these noms. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited that we're doing a dinner together the first dinner that i'm doing of 2019 yeah uh me too i guess actually so cool like it's you know it's kind of the first big event of of 2019 i guess we really got to go go big i'm gonna open some really nice wine for you because you uh you deserve it we need to celebrate we do i'm super excited i mean uh i've actually this will be my first cannabis dinner I've ever done Amazing. Uh, publicly. <laughs> yes. I mean, I definitely partake from time to time alone, um, but it's going to be cool to be able to uh, start showing people how they can kind of integrate it into their everyday food if they want to. Totally. Legalization is, is so cool. Just to hear you say that, you know, we get to start 2019 with 
you uh, being nominated as best chef in Calgary and doing your first cannabis dinner for the public. Like that's uh, that's pretty uh, historic for me. I'm really uh, I'm actually getting goosebumps. It really excites me that I get to be here and be alongside yeah. uh, you know all these tastemakers and and game changers because 20 years from now. Um, we'll look back at this conversation and it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be pretty hilarious when we remember this moment. I think, uh, I think, I think so. big things are in the future. Oh, you're, man. you're pretty young like me. Uh, you just came to Calgary, uh, a few years ago from Vancouver Island. Yeah. It's been a big jump from a uh, small town Qualicum girl to, uh, to Calgary and actually like being able to make, make a bit of a ripple in the ocean compared to pond from Love where it. I'm from. So it's, uh, I don't know. It's a little bit, yeah. It's mind blowing right now. I don't know. I bet it. I bet it's surreal. Hey, just just take it in, hang yeah. out, relax, and it feels it feels like uh, I don't know the amount of work that we put in with the food truck. I've at least you know earned the time <laughs> that totally needs to go into it. Tell so. me about the two recipes that were nominated: the the burger and the and the poutine. Yeah, the burger was kind of like little trucks. Uh, first baby uh when my one of my business partners and i we'd actually not really met uh much before we okay we went into well, business you'll tell me about that after yeah uh so we were getting to know each other and i'd written up a couple of recipes and one of them was for our bison burger and so i cooked it up for her and her sister who uh i'd just met who's also become a great friend and uh a fellow uh cannabis uh, person awesome. and uh so we cooked the burger and we were like what is this <laughs> like What's the deliciousness secret sauce? uh it's got blueberry gastrique on it Ooh. and uh pickled jalapenos brie arugula uh house-made aioli on a locally made brioche bun from the european uh bakery on 17th Ooh. And which make like the best brioche. It's so Chef. good. And they're awesome. They're just like the best old like European couple. This does sound like the best burger in Calgary. Yeah. Thank you. It's yeah, it's really good. So uh, we made that and that was kind of, we'd like trusted that um, Adam, our other business partner, Tegan's uh, partner also, uh, he believed in us and knew that we would get along and do it. And then we ate the burger together and we were like, okay we can we could do this this is our moment yeah. the burger of destiny yeah it is it's it's our burger of destiny definitely <laughs> might have to rename it uh, <laughs> i love it we can do a we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll do a feature one day i'll come and we'll just do we'll do like a crazy little pop-up and we'll in yeah you yeah can call it the burger of destiny i'm into it and i'll pour people champagne beside the beside the truck and can we, won't we tell get anybody. fireworks that sounds incredible <laughs> hell yeah i have so many fireworks here i, I have that's... hundreds of dollars and I, it's just been years i haven't set any off so really uh, that's both concerning and exciting <laughs> yeah maybe i shouldn't leave them in the basement <laughs> uh that sounds really good so yeah we made that and and here it is one of the best burgers in Calgary. And what about the poutine? Tell me about the poutine. The poutine is uh, a braised short rib with uh, Cafe Rosso's uh, coffee. Braise awesome. it down for like about 12 hours uh, and then you make gravy with it. Uh, it's kind of like a, there's like big chunks of short rib in the gravy mm. uh, over our duck fat fried potatoes or mm. fries duck fat always <laughs> makes fries better right yeah some people get weird about it we can I infuse duck fat that's one of the big infusions that i really like to do well that i'm so into that duck fat is like we um we deal with uh canadian rocky mountain 
uh, meats. Okay. And they have been like our duck fat saviors. They always like have a tub for us with our order for free. And we're like, shout out. Yeah, guys, you are the best. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for the duck fat. Yeah. Like every time we get, it's like Christmas every time we get that. So um, they've become like super loyal uh, customers as well, which is awesome when you have your your local uh, suppliers that come back to the truck and get to see their product kind of like totally and do you make show. sure that you uh that you feature like do people know that all these ingredients are there we all these tr- great local businesses are featured? yeah we try and talk about it as much as possible i actually should probably be a little bit more vocal about it because i think you need some visuals yeah just a pull-up banner these are our amazing food partners You're totally right i love we that do. like we uh we did a shout out to dj's market uh when we were on global okay and Ever since then, every time we go in there, they're like, you made us famous. They're like super stoked. So like that's worth it in itself that like the small business that families had for like years is like, I don't know. It's just, it's a fun, like, I, I think that those kind of relationships that we've been building are like the most important above anything else. Support local business. Yeah. It's been awesome. Yeah. Anything I can get canned made, I do. I collect canned made stuff. Yeah. I'll buy anything that's canned made. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Yeah. You should. It's great. I don't know. I mean... It's, uh, I definitely, like, we try and stick as close to the, like, prairie, um, authenticity. Cool. Yeah, (laughs) you're the little truck on the prairie. Yeah, you can't, like, be having, like, Chinese garlic. My, Adam, my business partner, he's, like, very much, like, so sad whenever we go to all these, like, even, I don't know, like, some of the bigger stores that we have to go to to source things and everything's from like a different country he's like it yeah. grows here so well <laughs> like, I mean, alberta garlic's incredible it's so good and yeah it, they, the huge yield it's just that you can only pull it one time a year and then yeah, yeah. no kilograms of garlic from china yeah. are six six bucks yeah and that's kilo. the thing too it's hard to say no to that sometimes oh, like yeah oh yeah but you is. have to if you want to i don't know it's a struggle as oh. a small business it's it's a struggle to like stay on that like keep your head in the game of like being local because being it legit is tempting yeah Don't sell out right that's what it's all about it's important it's it's something that i think everyone needs to remember is kind of like integral for uh just i don't know i think for a lot of reasons to for the environment for um our neighbors to stay like prosperous you, you have to support them and yeah. it goes a long way so no it's hard it's hard to but, well, I really like quality goods, and the closer mm-hmm. it grows to home, usually the more quality it is. Totally, yeah. Um, I can't wait to start. I well, you've in my house. We get a fence next year, yeah. and we're gonna start like a pretty good sized garden. Awesome. Yeah. Um, aside from the cannabis garden, we're starting elsewhere. <laughs> uh, you know, I want cannabis do... garden. I like that. That's good... what it is. It is a cannabis <laughs> garden. Um, but we'll have a we'll have a lot of garlic um that's kind of like the main thing i want to do there's a big shady side underneath the there's a row it's absolutely nothing but a dog strip but i don't want to let zeus go back there zeus is my dog nobody knows that yet well unless you follow me on instagram (laughs) Uh, but i just want to stuff that with garlic yeah because yeah you should why why wouldn't i and you know i'd love to do cukes and do all my own pickling and i'm so excited to get to work with uh great chefs like you because my I've worked in kitchens, I did foods through school, and, you know, I, uh, but my, my extent of being a, uh, a chef is like a prep cook. Yeah. Um, 
Which is very important. <laughs> it's, it's the most important the job, most important. right? Without the prepper, the 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 kitchen falls apart. You yeah. couldn't make all um, an every amazing meal. Yeah, it's from like building a house without a foundation. No, but I'm so excited to get to uh, do cool stuff. I hope that you were we were talking about pickling earlier. I hope that we can pickle with some cannabis. Yeah, and I'd also like to. I could probably get you some. You know, we could pickle like the thicker stalks. I'm trying to think about how to use the actual plant pickled mm-hmm. as an ingredient now. oh cool i'm sure that's something we could look into i'm all about stuff like right. that like doing the kind of like um i don't know my we started a garden in uh where we parked the truck okay uh, last summer and you start getting a lot more creative because you're like okay i grew this from a seed and now it is my baby and i must utilize everything otherwise i'll be so sad yeah like Tegan and I would get super into like you have to like pet the plants and be like thank you carrots when you're eating them and um so yeah. I like the idea of of utilizing the whole thing and like pickling stalks or something like that no, no waste I think we could um thinking about it we could probably uh put it on a uh the slicer thing what's that called oh like a uh, mandolin uh, yes on the mandolin thank you and we could probably get it like really thinly shaved like a ba- like shape like sliced bamboo mm-hmm. kind of and then pickle it and I feel like it might be similar to that texture but maybe just a little bit crunchier yeah and then we could yeah you know with some flex salt or something as that sounds cool i don't know sounds delicious yeah i can't think of a reason why it'd be bad right well and again we just get to use another part of the plant because that's the big part a big uh, theme in the kitchen now is like no waste kitchens because it's so wasteful food uh you know restaurants are crazy wasteful so it's yeah it's really uh eye-opening when you first get into a kitchen and realize like you do try and be thrifty but a lot of it gets thrown in the garbage well there's a lot just a lot of plastic yeah also that it's insane like i my boyfriend always gets mad at me because when we're grocery shopping for home i like don't put any of our vegetables in plastic bags yeah I just, we never like, do throw them in the cart throw them in the cart like, there's like green beans everywhere and i'm like i just whatever it's fine yeah, yeah do you take your own shopping bags to the grocery store or are you like bad for that? I remember yeah that's yeah. fair sarah's really really good for it that's I, good. I, I commend her yeah i need someone to be a good backup on that because i forget most of the time and like i don't drive so i walk everywhere right so i'm like oh i'm just gonna you know like got my kid i have a three-year-old got I got my one bag. I'll give you that yeah. crum- crumples down to a fist size. I got oh. I got as a wine giveaway, and you can Sweet. throw it in your purse. Yes, that's perfect. That's yeah. great because I really hate carrying things. Like yeah, me. it's the most annoying. And I as a mom, ugh. you become a pack mule. I always yeah. felt bad. I was just come. This sounds so bad, but I was like, oh, my mom's kind of like my pack mule. Like, you know, if I if I need <laughs> her to carry stuff, yeah, it's like she's carrying yeah. it. And before you think about that, you're just doing it. Totally. I saw a picture of Beyonce holding a juice box for a kid and it was like even like beyonce like carry shit for a kid <laughs> and i was like it's so true like you just you can't get away from them or it, their stuff it's they're so invasive amazing they're great love him but yeah, yeah. love you mom <laughs> you're fantastic shout out to fitzy <laughs> she's awesome i've been telling the story about me dosing her too much tell me about how oh, i'm gonna pour you some wine tell sure, me about how please. you met your uh your business partners because you're like i hadn't really met them when we made the burger well i knew one of them so i knew adam um actually through my ex-husband uh shout out to johnny <laughs> yeah shout out to the ex <laughs> yeah he's cool whatever thank you he's, next yeah <laughs> oh my god i wish having a kid with them kind of made it never go away but that's fine he's he's actually great uh he's a really good dad anyways that got sidetracked um so i met adam through johnny 
and uh and he just like was the greatest he's one of those people you meet and you're like you need to be my friend forever just i don't know if you feel the same way but like you're my best friend now um <laughs> and but he's just like so welcoming so he really like cheers. uh yeah cheers uh yeah so he really like kind of made me feel at home in that group of friends and uh we really ended up uh growing to to be close and he started dating Tegan. Uh, they met up at work. They worked in a diamond mine. Adam still does, but Tegan also works there, and they what? fell in love. She's yeah. a diamond miner. <laughs> she, uh, well, she did. Yeah, like I, I won't, I won't go into the details of their place in that, but they're very, yeah, really hardworking. Um, wow, that's a that's a job I've never heard anybody do. Yeah, it's incredible, and like, yeah, they're the two probably hardest working people I've ever met. In Canada, is there diamond mines here? Yeah, amazing. Yeah, are Canadian diamonds worth more than Ugandan diamonds? Probably, I don't know. Shop local. Made <laughs> <laughs> in Canada, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I'd pay more, probably. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so they met. They fell in love. Um, then one day, Adam calls me up, and he's like, hey, uh, do you want to start a food truck with Tegan and I? And I was like, obviously, duh. Like, Word. Yeah. yeah. Sure, sold. <laughs> Didn't think twice about it. Um, just, yeah, I was. it just seemed like, of course, that w- would be something I will do with you. Uh, so they, we all went in. Uh, we each own a third of it, and... Uh, Tegan and I had only met maybe once briefly and, uh, we, she's like my sister now. It's been crazy. It's been this like really crazy journey. Her and I run the food truck together, just the two of us most of the time. Uh, Adam still works away and he's a heavy duty mechanic. So he fixes the truck whenever awesome. she breaks down. Cause which food is trucks, often. yeah, always break. <laughs> yeah. We've been stuck at a few, uh, events one time all the food trucks around us helped us push the truck <laughs> so they could leave because they've oh they didn't i was gonna say they've all been there but they just really wanted yeah, to get, get like, out of there hey, i've been here forever please let me go uh <laughs> that's i just want to say you do speak about tegan very nicely that's yeah. a, that's awesome i love that you called her your sister not your like best friend no that's yeah super, that's it's super cool it's one of those relationships like you really see everyone's uh all of their sides when you like are operating owning and being friends plus like we lived together for a while and yeah, like, that's a lot i would crazy. probably hate you by now yeah i would too i was shocked <laughs> when she was like hey you want to come for dinner after i moved out i was like oh we're still you love me still <laughs> you, lo- you want me here for dinner yeah. what yeah but they're very welcoming anyone that knows them like their house ha- has a revolving door it's just friends and family that uh that's awesome it's been really amazing to to be a part of it sound like group. great people i can't wait i can't wait to meet them. yeah you have to They're, they'll love you too I, I think it'll be a really cool friendship that can come out of all this i'm excited i'm super excited yeah super super excited well let me tell you about the wine we're drinking yeah this is amazing so it's from moraine estates 2016 gorge okanagan valley penticton uh mm. and i and i got to make it which was really cool i was the cellar hand apprentice winemaker for the 2016 vintage that's amazing and yeah the the grapes grew on uh on on the winery site and mm-hmm. i lived on the winery site so these grapes grew a few Living hundred yards from where 
Well, the house was built in like 1890 and didn't have any central heating. And I oh, lived shit. with two Mexican guys. Yeah. Uh, so that house doesn't exist anymore. That was pretty dicey. <laughs> um, but it was sure beautiful when I looked out the window. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> At least it was summer, I guess. No, I, no? I showed up in, uh, I think I showed up August 21st. Oh, so you're like it just was... saying goodbye to summer. <laughs> yeah. And uh, literally, the uh, so I got there and I, I, I remember watching this one leaf fall off the top of the tree. And I was like, oh my god no. <laughs> and the day i left uh it was like the day before all the leaves the last leaf had just fallen off this maple tree mm-hmm. it was super symbolic it was like it was pretty <laughs> cool but it was super cold and it was snowing by that point and it was like a, such a rainy vintage so yeah that's one of the things about this one it's a gwurztraminer um gwurztraminer wow um but it uh <sighs> It 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 was a struggle of vintage. It was it was it rained like the whole time I was there, which yeah. was sucky. Like the winemaker, she was like she had done like twenty five vintages. She was amazing, Jack. Uh, and she was awesome. I'm forgetting your last name right now, so I don't want to shut That's it. That's okay. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it rained the whole time. She was like, yeah, this is like one of the worst vintages I've ever worked in my entire life. Really? And I was like. Oh, I'm glad it's my first one. Yeah. Uh, and I, it's all I want to do again so bad, but yeah. it takes up so much time and you have to work so hard and there's just like not much. I want to work hard. There's just not much opportunity for it anymore. Yeah. Well, maybe one day it can be your retirement plan. You'll just like own a winery and... Well, what I'd like to do is uh, grow wine and grow cannabis as the cover crop. Mm. Um, I'd like to have them both uh, intermingling in in the vineyard in the in, on the farm right and yeah. i'd love to see how uh so you know thc infused wine isn't is like a thing some people make it and they infuse it yeah but if i have uh, canvas plants brushing on grapes then there will obviously be the transfer of totally. those glandular heads and to me that's what uh what the most cannabis wine could ever be and probably yeah. the most beautiful expression of uh just like really like um organic authentic exactly mixing i really like that that's cool yeah so uh there's you know you can uh, do a field blend of wine which is where you grow vines side by side and they basically grow together but they're two different species uh-huh. uh and then you can and then you can blend and you can co-ferment and yada 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 do all these different ways of mixing the wine but yeah. nothing is better than a field blend Mm. they always just complement each other in these beautiful ways so yeah i've always imagined doing that and i'd love to do that but i don't know if alcohol will well unless it's for my personal garden i think that's the only way that'll ever be able to be allowed well you should test it out try it out if you can on your on your own see if it works and then it's getting grapevines i can grow cannabis no problem grapevines are the hard part yeah but yeah the the wine's quite good i think it's uh i think the this was the right moment to drink it 2016 yeah. like it's nice it's 2019 now i like it Lychee i mean i don't know and pineapple wine, and white rose very nice yeah it's like easy to sip on which is what i like yeah <laughs> me too like an easy <laughs> a lot of people are like i don't really like white wine and i'm like it's because you're drinking your mom's white tail chardonnay like <laughs> Yeah, definitely a different uh, experience. I def I've always been like a Riesling kind of yes. kind of gal. I should open some Riesling for you. But <laughs> the Riesling that this I made nice, this 2016 vintage uh, won a gold medal for the Canadian Wine Awards. Whoa. That year, yes. So Good for you, very that's awesome. So that was pretty cool. That is cool. That's like, I don't know. I'm always impressed when you're like, and then I've done this, and I'm like, wow. How does one get? so much i don't know experience in such a short amount of time it's been it's awesome just get fired from a whole bunch of jobs <laughs> yeah. 
that's basically that's basically it fair enough <clears throat> it, no that's so funny um, a bunch of people say that i was in a cab with these great people on the weekend when i was in vancouver at lyft and um you know we were just talking and having a conversation and this woman was like are you like 150 years old <laughs> like how what do you how have you done all of these things yeah and i was like well that's really nice but no, I'm not. I'm not that old. Yeah, unless you're a vampire. I am. This is like a weird. Uh, I, what is this? Twilight Five or something? Exactly. Good. I told. I think I told that same woman that I was an alien that night. <laughs> so was, that. I mean, don't get me started. Don't get me started on aliens. Why? <laughs> this isn't an alien podcast. It totally. It's it's beers with buds. <laughs> We're just drinking and smoking and hanging out. What's up with aliens? No. What do you think? I don't know. Tell you me. Could, I could totally see you being an alien. I think like I don't know. Because I'm tall and white yes no, <laughs> no, no just, just like you're like really i feel like you're someone that never sleeps but not because like sleep all the time do you okay way too much today it that's why like, you seem so awake now because you're so well rested yeah i went to bed at midnight got up at nine nine o'clock that's a good night you know i get nine hours at minimum every single night really yeah that's my goal i like i'm one of those people though i either sleep none or i sleep for like too long 15 hours and i'm like oh shit i haven't done the 15 hour thing in a long time i used oh. to do that i would stay up all night writing music yeah and then i would just sleep all day until like the same time that i woke up the day before yeah. and just start writing music all through the night totally i felt so yeah i even still it's funny like you say i don't I, you think i don't sleep i feel unproductive because i sleep i'm yeah. like i'm like oh <laughs> what are you doing andy yeah. you know you're working for yourself now totally get up and then, then i'm like but you're going to be tired. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like with my, I have my three-year-old half the time. And so the days I have him, of course, like I really do have to try and stick to like the best schedule. But because I have such a weird sleeping habit, I, uh, I'm just like always like just (laughs) holding my eyes open with toothpicks. Like, oh my God, he's actually great because he'll just slap me in the face every once in a while if I fall asleep. So thank you, Barnaby. Yeah. Oh my God. He threw a, um, (laughs) a slipper at my face one time and like i'm making him sound like a monster he's a great kid every kid's a monster don't (laughs) worry they all sound like monsters as soon as you start talking about them you're like i love them but they're such little shit yeah he's like he doesn't he doesn't like any of the food i make him and like oh that's hard especially as a chef and i'm like making him and not even crazy things i'm like here i made you homemade macaroni and cheese and he's like fuck you give me craft dinner like this is lame what he's he's not that shouldn't have even let him have a taste i know katie's like heroin it is until you it's so good i'm not even gonna lie i love it too until i got into wine i've had like the most white trash uh (laughs) diet like it was like you know like i i can't even defend it i i would drink sunny d and eat cool whip for breakfast mcdonald's for lunch katie for dinner like i was i was like thank god sarah came around because i was on a path of destruction (laughs) and now i eat so good and i love it that's good but i when i got into wine i started thinking about flavors and all these things that i was like didn't want to try because of whatever Cool whip and sunny d don't really match up with this I don't. I, I honestly, I can't stand the taste of Cool Whip because I know I can make whipped cream in like yeah, cool Whip thirty is just seconds. Depressing. We got this thing that you can have. Do you have one of those? No, it's oh, great. I uh, I do insist on whipping cream by hand because my business and my business partner is always like Tegan's like, hey, can you just use the machine? And I don't know why. I just because it's authenticity. No, but it's not even. It's just I'm stubborn or something. It's like because if you whip the cream with the <laughs> mixer or whatever. 
it doesn't taste any worse. It's just something about it. I'm like, Ugh, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, so you love Cool Whip then. <laughs> you, you remember exactly what I, that oily substance oh tastes God. like. Oh, God. That's the thing. It's not even like the Cool Whip is fine. It's the texture in your mouth that afterwards the that you're coating. like, is that made of wax? Yeah. Like, that's a we- it's 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 weird. It is weird. It's un- it's uncomfortable. I would 100% agree. And Sunny D always has burned it does it, it hurts so to acidic. drink yeah. <laughs> there's like so much sugar because it's so acidic yeah. and now i understand like flavors and the balance of flavors yeah. and like just thinking about sunny d oh my god there must be so much sugar in it yeah. and the acid is terribly high like i remember it would make oh, your yeah. teeth zing yeah like yeah. <laughs> like what i have a hole in my tooth now i had one glass of sunny d jesus it was one of those things my like only my grandparents would buy for me and you think you were a bad mom i was just saying how much i love my mom yeah sunny d oh man i don't know if barnaby's had sunny d yet. don't give him a taste no it'll like put a hole in his stomach it's yeah don't honestly if you can avoid giving you're, no, actually, soda is such a hard thing. I was yeah. really addicted to pop. Mm. Um, yeah, you're. I, I like to talk. <laughs> I like to talk about this a lot because I think it's absolute bullshit how people can get away with advertising soda in every facet. They sell it to kids. It's yeah. like the the number one drink absolutely everywhere. It's the only fucking thing you can get, yeah. and it dis- it destroys you. Like w- cigarettes weren't anything compared to pop quitting cigarettes is a joke compared to quitting pop really oh yeah cigarettes is like i'm done and you know i might think about having a cigarette every once in a while but i don't actually have one yeah when i get a craving for like a soda it's like extreme until the point where it's like at some point open and chug it (laughs) well yeah and the thing is is i'm gonna get a soda because no matter where i go somebody's gonna fucking offer it to me yeah like it's no problem yeah and it's like it's so that's true destructive. i really like it in fact <laughs> we're launching a soda company <laughs> well good <laughs> but it's all it's not the same it's actually gonna be really lightly sweetened well not lightly but like nicely sweetened well if it's authentic sugars right that's that's kind of the difference if the, yeah if it's not crazy acidic paint thinner and it's not a whole bunch of cheap <laughs> artificial thinner. sugars yeah um well, it, it, we actually have um an abundance of cane sugar because uh adam was experimenting with some brewing and stuff and uh so we have all this, yeah, like really great uh, organic cane sugar that we're gonna throw we right do an into in, it. Let's do an infused craft soda. Yeah, I'm down. That's Let's what the do market. It. That's what the market wants right now. It's gonna yeah. be huge. Really? Okay. Well, it's gonna be legal. Yeah. Uh, they say cannabis guess, be- hey, yeah. cannabis beverages are gonna be the biggest market. And I have a lot of big ideas, so I'd love to love to show you yeah we'll chat about that we're actually like because i love soda if you didn't hear (laughs) (laughs) yeah that conversation went from like soda's the worst to like let's uh, no okay well i'd like to you know i kind of want to spin this though right because um everything in moderation is kind of okay especially if you have craft ingredients like when you care about the ingredients um and it's not like like coca-cola is the most destructive company in the world it's so disgusting what they do to cultures um and I love, I, you know, I loved cold, cold Coke. That's what made, got yeah. me to quit smoking cigarettes because it gave me the same burn and the same yeah. rush, basically. Like, it's it hurt. so good. It it's... hurt so good. <laughs> like, everybody knows that feeling of drinking a cold can of Coke. Yeah. And you're like... And like, too <laughs> Totally. I'm pretty sure, yeah, that's uh, super relatable. Very much so. In fact, I think I remember the last time I did that. Right? Yesterday. <laughs> 
I had a Sarabot ginger ale. Oh, yeah. And a case of it. And I was like, oh, why did you do this to me? Yeah. Because I love ginger ale. It's so good. And I just traveled. And usually my guilty pleasure when I travel is like, I'll get on the plane and I'll have a ginger few Cokes ale? and a ginger ale. Yes. And then I'm like, I feel so bad, guilty about myself now because <laughs> I've been trying to honestly really, really quit soda pop. Yeah. Um, and I didn't drink any when I was on my trip this weekend. And I got back and Sarah's like, yeah, I got some ginger ale in the car. Oh. I'm like, oh, why'd you do that to yeah, me? Yeah, you're like, this is why I love you and hate you. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. You're the best and the worst. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm True. so excited to marry her. It's going to be great. Yeah, you guys are the best. Getting to know you has been awesome. Like, I was, I don't know. It was like, I felt like a little kid again last time. I was like, I just made friends. Oh, I love <laughs> this that. Is so fun. We were the same way. It's hard to, it, honestly, making adult friends yeah. is a really hard thing there to do. There should be like daycare for adults like not that's not a bar so you're not like mm-hmm. meeting people while you're making a fool of yourself already but what would you okay what, what would you want to do where you met people without alcohol i have no idea smoke <laughs> smoke weed yeah. i'm cool with that too cannabis consumption lounges need to be a place true uh, but a very high-end one if it was if if i could go to a high-end cannabis lounge and yes. i knew that the people there were had a similar interest just like in a bar um and it it brought the right demographic i would love to i would love to be there especially for different nights uh whatever a dj is a totally different atmosphere Mm -hmm. or a rap show or a comedy show or even playing video games or board games is totally different place or even just socializing and i've become so much more friendly since i started smoking weed (laughs) yeah you were terrible before no i'm just kidding i was honestly (laughs) i feel like my whole life people have been like what's that girl's problem and like it's mostly because i just like am quiet until i'm comfortable so people are always like you just look like you're this like bitch well i'd love to talk about that because a lot of people you know i chat with a lot of people and like oh well cannabis makes me introspective Mm -hmm. and i can't do it in the right place but in in turn you're saying like cannabis helped you be comfortable around people where you could be yourself totally like my anxiety everything has been helped immensely from cannabis like i when i was younger i'll definitely admit like i couldn't handle it because of my anxiety but now as an adult that i kind of understand it more and can Mm -hmm. um i have like the tools to deal with it now as they say uh smoking weed has actually been able to it just makes me, yeah, I feel like... It's another tool in the kit? It's another... It, that's actually what I said to my mom. Because yeah. she was like, you know, if, if weed is helping you so much, cannabis is helping you so much, why do you still take your meds? And I said, because, like, you don't fix a car with one tool. Like... Yeah, because it, 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 it helps. It does. It helps. It's it's not like... I mean, I've tried off my meds, and that definitely doesn't work either. <laughs> so well, why hey, not all of it? <laughs> you know, there's a lot of... It, it blows my mind when people talk about uh, mental health like it's such a generalized, easy thing. Like, mm. nobody would ever tell an MS patient to stop taking medication. Yeah. <laughs> right? And and so it's, it, it's yeah. It's 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 a funny, it's definitely... Uh... Anyways, let's pair some, let's pair some wine. Let's yeah. do that. <laughs> like, let's do that. Before we get real into get it. Get <laughs> real deep, yeah. Um, so what I think would pair great with that, I have a few different flower rosins here. Okay. And so the whole trick is, is you grab your wine close, smell right. the wine, do it like a normal wine tasting. Really it. And uh, yeah, you, you've had it. Yeah. And, uh, and then, so uh, maybe take this Dom Solid Diesel, first okay. flower rosin from winter solventless extracts 
and just put your nose really close and kind of confuse your senses. All right. And then, uh... This is actually so cool. Like, I, I don't know. I didn't really know what it would be like until, like, when you showed me this last time. And I, my mind has not been able to stop thinking about it. Just, just like, such an interesting, um, pairing. And also, it really starts, to, like, my mind going about food. It's just, like, really it. interesting. Yeah. The next piece of, 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 uh, the dining experience. Totally. I think so. Like, I just... Like, all I think about is, like, citrus, rosemary. Um, Chef Pierre and I are doing a dinner in February, and we're going to be dealing with, like, some spruce and pine in um, one of the courses, as well as the dessert. And it just, like, I start... All of this really seems, like, super connected in cannabis. Totally. Is, like, a clear... Uh, it's the next, it's it's the next the, point. Yeah, puzzle piece for it, for sure. Why wouldn't we have as an aperitif? It's, like, literally eating steroids. Not like eating steroids, but it's like steroids for eating. <laughs> I was like, uh, we might need to go a yeah. little bit more in depth on that. Let me, let me clarify this one. Let me clarify this one. Um, smell this one too. This is mimosa, and look how different that one looks. Oh yeah. And that's flower rosin as well. Same, you know, just pressed under heat and pressure. What causes like so? This one's like definitely more like opaque. Yeah. So yeah. So all uh, one looked like a like a like a like a jam mm -hmm. almost. It had like sugar crystals. Yeah. And this um, looks like butter almost. Yeah. It's totally it's strain indicative because nothing happened to these. These literally were pressed out within two or three degrees of each other. Crazy. Fahrenheit. Uh, and just put under pressure, and yeah, they excreted like this. And as they oxidized, one decided to agglomerate coagulate with wow. thca crystals Words. in it and keep the terpenes very viscous and this one even though this one almost the the mimosa almost smells more fragrant the bouquet is yeah. larger it's like a solid hard chunk of of like almost white orangey butter yeah, yeah. It's, it's so cool how different cool. all cannabis is because it's just such a indicative thing i remember my first day of wine class i sat down and this woman was like what other agricultural product has over 1500 indicative strains and tastes yeah. can taste completely different from everywhere in the world depending on who grew it mm -hmm. i put on my hand and i was like cannabis yeah and everybody laughed yeah and here we are yeah for real it's three it's, years uh, later i'm pitching it hard yeah well i think like it's it's great to see um Someone that just, like, you, you seem to have a clear mind for this kind of business. Like, you're definitely, like, innovative and always thinking about the next thing. And I think that I'm hoping that I have a similar quality. And that's what's going to push us uh, as young people in our industries. Yeah, it's uh, totally. I'm excited to be working with you because I think we have a lot of similar entrepreneurial goals and would like to see some really cool things happen mm -hmm. and just uh, you know the commonality of just wanting to normalize cannabis consumption yeah. to show that it's not such a a big thing really uh really excites me what kind of goals do you see for 2019 like past the past the truck is there mm -hmm. anything we kind of talked about uh you yeah. know you we're thinking about a show yeah i'd uh i mean i'd like to get a show going um kind of a a cannabis uh for your everyday maybe a little bit uh, more elevated dining just because I can't help myself. I mean, I, I definitely want to be making things that are new and interesting and not necessarily complicated, but fun flavor profiles um, where cannabis can get it, 
integrated into that through oils and butters and all all that all that jazz like julia child's a cannabis kind of deal yes that uh i think my awkward kind of quirkiness and um hopefully relatability would play into that a little bit and i think that the people i want to uh work with uh the end is beautiful productions uh we're kind of talking about filming it for me and helping me write it because lincoln is super like he was just um one of the story hive winners for his uh short film so he's a super talented guy and and super talented writer filmer (laughs) filmer i don't think i'm (laughs) i'm exactly using the right terminology for uh for what he's doing but anyways obviously i don't know enough about that to talk about it i don't think it really matters <laughs> you're talking about him really nicely it doesn't yeah. matter i think it's is he a videographer cinematographer or is uh, he a producer? producer there we go he's a producer and uh but he does like do all the filming himself too he's kind of a one-man show as well well his uh wife krista works with him too and they're both like this like super amazing dream team of artistic abilities and uh hard work that's exciting though. You are you already have like a a team for the show. You're in it. Yeah, I uh, I'm super pumped. I what do also, you need to start doing it? Well, uh, just the time really. Like we're Lincoln still works away a little bit, and Krista has a full time job, and I'm trying to uh, fill this uh, these boots of being a great Calgary chef. So <laughs> we're trying to trying to get a, a time together where we can go out. We've got a space um, that we might be filming in Bread Creek at this beautiful home. So we just have to kind of, yeah, like get the, get it together. <laughs> yeah, that's bottom it. line. Get pick, it together. <laughs> pick a date and go. Yeah, exactly. Full send, no breaks. I get it. It's that, it seems to be, that's the, uh, that's, that's the entrepreneurial barrier to entry. Yeah. Pick something. Yeah. Do it. Totally. And it's, I mean, it served me well in the past, so I don't know what's, uh, I mean, yeah, we just gotta, we've got to get it together, get get going on it. And uh, I think that after we do our cannabis dinner together, I'll feel maybe a little more like, hey, Stoked. do it. Let's uh, make set a date and get the filming going. Because I think it's going to be a really fun, um, something that, I mean, I know some people are doing it already, but I think that I can bring something new to the table. Well, we're going to do it better. Yeah, there we go. We're gonna do it better. Well, Just people, gonna, yeah, I think so. I saw I saw somebody is throwing a dinner, kind of around when we are. Mm-hmm. Well, the Nomad Cook. I don't know if you've seen him. Somebody else is bringing him, but uh, without wine pairings, uh, and his like infusions where he's just using distillate and coconut oil. Like I've talked about how un- pretty under impressed I was with his culinary skills. Um, and that dinner's seventeen dollars and fifty cents a ticket more than ours. Wow, yeah. Yeah, no wine pairings. No that's, ser- no service. It's a hard I mean that's a thing. I mean, I struggle between uh accessibility to everyone and also like knowing my worth and what I can charge for my food. Like I definitely like um I like with the food truck that everyone can have it. Like we mm-hmm. make really great food, really high-end um quality ingredients and a lot of thought that goes into my recipes and menus. And uh, we charge a very decent price for it. And I I think that that's something that I would be sad to let go of. But also it's nice that I can have the opportunity with with these dinners where you can charge more. You can be a little bit more elevated. Like the plating is definitely Mm -hmm. um, way different. Oh, yeah. and, And have that kind of experience because it's just like a good little reminder that I can charge 
Oh yeah, what next, we charge for a ticket. Yeah, next one maybe we'll even do two hundred dollars. Yeah, maybe. Have, well, no, I'm see, I, when I see this too, uh, you know, this guy's touring all over. Yeah, he's been doing it pretty consistently, and mm-hmm. I think he did a pretty subpar job of it. Um, and you know, he's sending it 20, twenty bucks higher. So with yeah. wine and with service. Yeah. Because when I went to his dinner, I went to one of his dinners, and there was nobody to serve, and there was no water on the table, like you know, yeah. like the basic things i would expect yeah but like even beyond that you know you understand me i'm very i'm very focused on like very european style service very elegant very fine dining it's nice though because like i don't i definitely don't want to be leaning on the fact that there's cannabis in the dinner because i think that's something that'd be easy to do to say like okay this is people want this here we've given them a product and then that's that totally um i think that we're we're definitely like raising the bar a little bit and i hope that uh I don't know. I'm pumped about the menu. I I'm think it's going to be so good. <laughs> the lollipops look crazy. Yeah, I'm pumped. Like, I don't know. I I think that, like, the kind of Eastern European uh, prairie influence uh, obviously lends itself to where we are and what I'm trying to do. And it's kind of fun that that's kind of going to be my thing now going forward is these, like, hearty hearty food that's been elevated that's a little bit rustic but still refined at the same time i'm hoping at least that's what i'm giving with my food (laughs) yeah that's cool i think there's a lot of michelin star chefs and restaurants that are based around that exact same concept right Mm -hmm. like that's um that's a very relatable fine dining concept eastern european local ingredients show yourself yeah stay rustic and and you know kind of explore what what the land really has to offer totally i think that it's i mean i definitely struggle sometimes because like i don't make foams and i don't have um i don't (laughs) don't know yeah like i don't you know but it's one of those things that it's been like this does that really do you really feel bad yeah (laughs) i do i have this like internal struggle of like am I not pushing myself enough because I don't do these like molecular gastronomy techniques? Like, should we do a molecular infusion <laughs> of cannabis into and make a creme fraiche freaking what did you call it? Foam? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, see the, here's the other side of it though. is like, I also kind of love that. I don't yeah. like I'm in this weird, like, am I like, do people look at me and say like, Oh, she like, whatever she braised meat lame but boring like she charred carrots but like i think that simple food delicious is the hardest thing to do thank you okay see that's the kind of thing i need to hear i guess i uh i really i do love like i don't peel my vegetables like i really like to keep the integrity in things like you see a lot of chefs that and i admire it that they like intricately take care of every vegetable like they're giving it new life and Mm -hmm. i feel like i tend to kind of instead lean more heavily on just that the vegetable is perfect the way it is and it's there's pros and cons to both i guess no and it's uh just your relationship with with food right and that's what makes a great chef is how they can express their relationship with food and what's in what's important to them like yeah that's a really good way to put it i need to be more i think i need to be a little bit more lenient on myself um but also like feel more confident and what i believe and why i believe it i guess totally well you clearly 
have believed in yourself and and some and some other people have yeah so uh you're, seriously you're, props to all of them <laughs> you're, you're doing you're doing the right thing so far you're, thanks i think uh i think you're crushing it it's just uh yeah oh man <laughs> I'll make I'll make sure people keep yelling at it at you from the rooftops. Thank you. Well, you've like honestly, some of the people I've been uh, privileged enough to meet in the last couple of years have been like life changing for me. Like between you, like Chef Pierre. um, I haven't done anything. You have though. Like you're like one of those people that the moment you meet you, you know you're like a really positive, inspiring person. Like you're not, but you're all like you have a lot of information and you're super knowledgeable and are good at giving people that knowledge without being pretentious that's like a superpower like you can't like most people that like know as much as you know about your industry are like look at me and i'm so smart and blah 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 and you're just like super down to earth like you're really you just want to show people the information you're not like trying to i don't know you're just it's nice it's just nice to be around people that are down to earth and talented i really appreciate that because i hate the pretentiousness of wine and i hate that i'm like a wine guy yeah and people kind of expect me to be like snooty <laughs> sarah's always like you're being too pretentious and i'm like yeah well you know what i want three glasses of wine in front of me tonight <laughs> that's not even bad no that was a really nice compliment thank you so much that's, yeah oh uh, my god no no worries pierre's great um, yeah i'm excited he introduced us yeah pierre is like a great guy he's the best what a great guy he made me okay i know he's gonna like laugh at how much I love this and I think he was kind of like looking at me like I was crazy yesterday but he made me granola with apples in it and milk for breakfast Delicious. and by the way we're just friends he wasn't making me breakfast because I was like yeah I know <laughs> came over from work I saw him last week he had a hot date <laughs> yeah he's always like he is he well yeah he's handsome he's and he's a, a great, great guy. chef he, when he made me lunch oh my god yeah like, this is nothing I'd ever served like on a menu and I was like this is fucking yeah he's super talented but yeah he made me breakfast and it was like the best fuck it was so basic but it was so fucking good and i was like i never would have put apples in milk simple food delicious yeah but it's so good and i just haven't i woke up being like where is my apples and granola yeah where like what sad. am i doing with my life yeah what the hell <laughs> needs me a man that knows flavors yeah sorry mm. to my actual boyfriend i'm sure he would cut up apples in my granola too he just doesn't do it the same as <laughs> yeah, chef pierre not the same as chef pierre God. chef pierre just has a little dash of cinnamon hiding behind yeah. his ear you oh know? my god totally yeah oh i gotcha <laughs> oh my god that's so funny oh i gotta cough one sec is is that like bad podcast etiquette no no you're good you're good it's a long long conversation i don't know i don't really like i listen to a lot of podcasts and i hear a lot of um there's a lot more bad ones than there are good ones yeah people are like yeah i can put an iphone down on a table in a coffee shop and have a conversation then i'll crank the audio and put it on a podcast yeah and that uh was one of you, you, one of my barriers to entry to getting into this was I was very conscious that I needed to make studio mics and yeah. make it comfortable so that you could cough and it's not an awkward thing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't actually like really listen to podcasts. No, um, I don't really. I mean, I do sometimes. I mostly like for road trips with uh with the old Little Truck on the Prairie crew. We'll put on. A podcast or two. Who do you listen to? Do you remember? Uh, the History of New Music is always a good one. But then okay. we got into this, like, um, this podcast that was super long. Like, it had episodes, as they do, but it was 
like 18 hour long episodes and we had enough driving time that we could like listen to all of them so we're like okay let's start it it's this true crime which i'm obsessed with so i was like fuck yeah let's do it (laughs) but we didn't know this at the time they never actually solved the case oh so you listen to 18 (laughs) hours of a cold case (laughs) wow adam i thought adam was gonna throw himself out the the truck (laughs) he was just like what and like we ended up turning it off after a while but like it was it was kind of i don't know like i was i definitely like want to know what happens and it was definitely interesting but it was so long and we got so invested in it and then it was just for nothing that would have left a really bad taste in my mouth i was so upset and then like there was a second one um by the same guy and we're like we went to Montana to um, two of our friends, Vicky and Joe, help us with the food truck, um, bless their souls, throughout the summer. And we you took them. murdered them? You no. broke them? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean. This is the cold case you're telling <laughs> yeah, us about. I'm like, so this is a podcast about me being a murderer. No. Um, <laughs> plot twist. Uh, I almost spit out my wine. <laughs> so we took them to Montana um as a thank you and we're like let's just like uh joe's favorite place is the mermaid lounge in um oh my god i can't even remember what the town's called but it is a tiny little town that is not nice like it looks sketchy and it's like on the river and you're like murders probably happen here all the time like this place is terrible i got i was really sick and i thought that cold medicine and jaeger would fix it but usually does it didn't it just made sure that i fell off my bike and like was in bed by 8 p.m <laughs> anyways were you more- drinking cough medicine like jaeger no i was drinking oh okay. well yeah not on purpose i mean after like enough jaeger you're like i don't know i'll just drink uh, it out of the bottle i feel like shit <laughs> <laughs> totally yeah so i was like i think we arrived in uh, montana or like our destination at like six or something and i was in bed by 8 30 <laughs> like i like and i don't remember going to bed uh anyways what i was getting at with that story was we tried to listen to another podcast by that same guy and i think adam had ptsd when we turned it on by his voice and was like turn it off like we can't i'm done so, i'm not gonna yeah, waste my time again so is that the, the the length of your podcast you've listened to pretty much i mean i've i've downloaded a few on my phone and dabble from time to time but do you ever listen to gary vaynerchuk nope he's the yeah oh i always pitch him all the time because i say he's hashtag the best mentor i never had he's incredible wow. yeah i love his hustle love his tenacity i'm gonna uh i'm gonna get you his book as mm-hmm. a present for this dinner that we did sweet okay yeah. so i'll i'll order Never one of those on no amazon Thank yeah you. you're welcome I, I got it for everybody i knew for christmas this year but That's he's awesome. he does a podcast it's kind of badly produced but his whole thing is like just put it out because it doesn't matter because he has a lot of great things to say right. um yeah so if you're wasting some time cool. gary vaynerchuk gary v v e e on instagram nice i'll yeah. follow him i'll listen to his he, podcast he'll get you fucking stoked honestly yeah. like yeah i love his his he's all about the long game he's all about the hustle yeah he's all about the idea go all in i like it you can lose if you want to yeah just love the work that's really i don't know i think that's a good way to live i think that uh when you look at anyone that's successful like all of them had to take a risk at one point and work hard yeah and work hard if you want to be something or build something it takes hard work it takes a, yeah. it takes hustle it takes like you got to work on the side and you gotta 
Yeah, <laughs> you do. Figure it out. Like it's yeah, it, it it amazes me. I was talking to Sarah about this last night. It's like you could build a career mm-hmm. or you could like build a business. Yeah. And I just I just you know, everything up to this point was amalgamating so that I could build a business because I couldn't ever work for somebody for ten years. Yeah. No, no doubt. I mean I I But we need people that wanna work. We do. And I think it's, I mean, yeah, it's what the, what makes the world go round? <laughs> Everyone's different. <laughs> uh, but I think, I don't know. I mean, I'm definitely the closest to like, quote unquote, success in my eyes, but I'm also like. What's success for you? Can I ask that? Uh, Can I just cut you off? There? Yeah, of course, please. Uh, I think to me, success is being proud of what I'm putting out to the world, whether it's uh, a group of friends, a, a community like Calgary, or uh, beyond that. So you're straight up successful right now. Yeah, I, I think... Fuck yeah, cheers to that. Thank you. Thank you. I feel really good. I feel like um, I'm... I don't know. I, I, I'm really hard on myself, and I, I honestly don't think I'll ever be satisfied, and I think that's part of what helps me is that every time... I accomplish something or I take another step. I'm like looking at the next 10 steps and uh, it's for the first time. I feel like I'm getting some recognition for that, which is really cool. And like, I really like recognition too. Like I, who doesn't like recognition? It's the best. Like, I think that's why everyone has this, like put fame up on this pedestal, which like, I don't necessarily know if I want like fame, but I definitely want recognition and I definitely want, um, I don't know, I, I've, <laughs> this is going way deep or back or something, but when I was a kid, like, I've always been really afraid of dying and... Fair enough. Yeah, I've just, like, it's been this, like, fear that's, like, deep in my heart that, like, I wake up every morning with this, like, sense of, like, oh, God, one day I'm going to die. <laughs> like, yeah, that's just, pro- like, that's what drives you. Yeah, and it's this it that drives me but also the like i when i was young i tried to figure out how i could like defeat death (laughs) and i decided that being remembered was the only way to do that and then i thought how can i be remembered and then i figured if i worked hard enough at whatever i wanted to work at like i could do something memorable and luckily i fell in love with cooking and hopefully that's where this is taking me (laughs) so yes (laughs) yeah there's a uh, one a tattoo I really want. It's uh, it's an Aristotle quote. I have I have an Aristotle quote already. Mm-hmm. I never said I I said I get no more writing after this. But, yeah. Uh, memento more. Uh, it's like remember death. Death will come. Mm-hmm. Like, just uh, you know, very simple. There's one thing that's promised. I think that's a very good fear as long as you can harness. Fear is the most powerful. Yeah energy it is. it's it's a very strong emotion and when you can learn to harness it 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 can really take you to amazing places yeah it's i think honestly like um as you put it learning to harness it was what always kept me kind of like focused on things other than whatever like mental health crisis i was having where it was <laughs> like i'm just always like i've just always been a really anxious person and Um, it definitely like has spiraled at times where like as a child I was equally fascinated and like devastated by the fact that I truly believed in aliens and that they were probably going to land at any time and like destroy my whole life they're already here (laughs) yeah which is like you're sitting with one I've come around to this now where I'm (laughs) like 
they're just our ancestors, so, like, they don't mean us any harm, which is how I can, like, kind of... I appreciate that. Hold that fear at bay. <laughs> That's good. That's, like, an LSD realization. Yeah. You're like, yeah, aliens might be real, but they're part of us. Yeah, I'm like, they're just... Aren't they... we aliens? How can we... So, okay, so I gotta ask you, what's your theory on this? Like, are we just in the hood of the universe where nothing's happening, or are uh people fucking the most special thing that's ever happened in science and 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 this magic leap took place from an amoeba and now we're sitting here or i think it's honestly somewhere in between where we're i okay so we're just dumb i don't no i don't even think that we're dumb i think that we're just at a low state of um Okay, are we really are we doing this right? Okay, so what I think is that this is like uh, one of many dimensions and yeah. we are at kind of one of the first stages in uh, several stages of our lives. Okay. And that Earth is kind of like maybe one of the starting off points where we have a lot of growth and only... So when you get into kind of like reincarnation. Yeah. So the metaphysics, you're saying like, this is our first world and then we pass into the next dimension that might be a more evolved world. Like we've earned our opportunity to see the the future. Exactly. And so Mm. reincarnation is when a soul hasn't learned the lessons it was supposed to learn on earth. Learned? Oh my God. I'm not passing. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's good. (laughs) That they learn on earth. They have to go back and live another life, whether that's like going back in time and you're living the same life again. And deja vu is just, you're in a point in your life where you can make another decision that might propel you into another dimension. (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) So... Anyways, I had this like whole that's idea. That's a cool way to think about it. That's one. That's a take I've never heard on it. I actually, I actually really like it. I had an idea for a book that was kind of a love story between dimensions, but you don't know that until the end of it, where they're like, he dies or whatever, and she's, but you don't know he died, and then they're like this parallel love story where you find out at the end she dies, and then he's on this other planet. Amazing. <laughs> There's one of my mentors when I was young, and this has always really stuck with me. Was she really? She always talked about the metaphysics of cannabis, mm-hmm. and um, she was a medium, and she she would like, oh yeah, it freaks <laughs> me out. You talk like she, you know, there's certain people. So basically, she explained it like the spirit world lives in parallel mm-hmm. with the actual world because these spirits are trapped because they have unfinished business, yeah, uh, and they're living in the exact same world. But once they finish, then they get to move on to the next dimension, whatever it may yeah. be. Um, cool. And I truly believe that there are people that can make that connection between yeah. the physical world and the metaphysical world. Um, and it's, 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 uh, yeah. It makes sense. Like, I think that it's, it's super complex. Like, obviously, I mean, of course it would be incredibly complex, but, uh, I think that to think that not only that we're the only people in the universe, but to think that it's just done after this, like, how could this be random? Did you hear they found another radio signal emitted from space? No. Yeah, there's this. You remember oh, there was that special one like yeah. twenty years ago, and it's funny timing because they were, they made a movie about it. Um. Anyways, uh, they the Canadian space communications whatever they got another radio signal a constant radio signal. Really? Yeah, you got excited. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
god but the last one was just like a quasar or something that mm-hmm. imploded and it sent out this radio frequency and yeah. it, by the time they actually traced it it had been gone for like a billion years oh my god that's so like it's just so fascinating i like i can't even stare up at space for too long without getting like the heebie-jeebies i'm like oh god like i can't i'll like look for the little dipper and then i'm like i can't look anymore <laughs> wow it really freaks me out but i'm also like i love it like it's just it's crazy. I think that it also is something that, I don't know, I think it, it brings everyone together. I think, unfortunately, like, religion has kind of overshadowed, I think, a lot of the intelligence that humanity could be bringing to the plate. Um, I think that was a plan. Yeah, but that's the thing. I, I think that uh, <laughs> it's it totally it's the plan, and <laughs> it was the plan from the start. It's crazy that people can't see that everything destructive has been over religion it's amazing when i read about wine and i learn wine i learn so much more about religion and how crazy Mm -hmm. the the churches were yeah like the renaissance is a nutty moment (laughs) where everybody's just murdering each other because of god right and white dudes yeah it's it's so funny when people are like oh can't we just go back to the past i'm like are you kidding me yeah no do you you know what these psychopaths would do like well pretty much anything past like 20 years like 20 years from now or ago and past there mm -hmm. into the past Past? yeah okay (laughs) like how can i say this about being so So redundant 1999 yeah and so yes everything like there were great moments and there were great things happening at times but generally it was pretty bad pretty shit yeah Yeah. (laughs) people don't realize like the world's still pretty shit it's terrible there's lots of countries where women have no rights donald fucking trump (laughs) is the president of the united states the united states government has been closed for what 25 fucking days now like people have had to go a month without a paycheck there's it's so crazy that people like yeah the government shut down i'm feel bad for anybody that works in a government building that was a contractor the janitor hasn't been paid in a month like i people are getting 0.00 paychecks i can't believe people are even going into work and this guy's the president I i can't i don't know i mean no guarantee of being back paid either it's crazy and that's the president to build a fucking wall to keep mexicans out which in my opinion mexicans are the most important people yeah in america right now more mexicans start businesses than any other race in america they are the most entrepreneurial yeah uh uh people yeah they're they're amazing the culture the food yeah Fuck, no doubt. So, yeah, I hate I hate Donald Trump. Me too. When I was going to the airport, this is uh, just so we can get totally off topic. Again. Yeah, why not? But hey. it's with buds. That's what we do. We just go. Yeah. Um, I got in my cab, and this guy's, like, so Nigerian. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Friedman. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And I don't even know how I brought it up. Or he brought it up. He's like, I love Donald Trump. Oh. And I'm like... <laughs> okay yeah, you re- you're like that's an odd way to start a conversation you want to have this conversation with me mm-hmm. at 6 30 in the morning i was like yeah i actually <laughs> donated to the bernie sanders campaign yeah and he's like donald trump is the man he needs to be the president of nigeria and i'm like what <laughs> i'm like what so he keeps he continues to tell me how he's such a rich man and how he's the best president the united states has ever had and everything he says makes so much sense and um that uh 
you know, and so he tells me he's like he's like yeah, I I I think Donald Trump should be the president of Nigeria. And I was like, if Donald Trump was the president of Nigeria, he would kick all of the black people out. <laughs> and he started laughing so hard. And then, and then his tone really kind of changed about Donald Trump. Really? And I loved it. But that oh, guy yeah. just, he blows my mind. So yeah, he would, yeah, yeah. Anyways. It's really, it's unfortunate. I mean, it's. Imagine if the Ir- Irish people would, or English people or anybody had never shown up in America. Like, <laughs> what a dump that place would be. Have you ever been to Detroit? Like, Flint still doesn't have clean drinking water. That's insane. And this fucking guy's worried about keeping out Mexicans. But I also read that, uh, I was saying it since 2016, that he's totally working for the Russians. Since day one, I said he's working for the Russians. And uh, now they're saying, like, yes, Donald Trump has probably been working for the Russians. He might be the first president to ever go to jail for treason. Isn't that crazy? I can't wait. I mean, I... Why has nobody assassinated him? There's more guns than ever. I don't think that they should... Like, I think that if someone assassinated him, it wouldn't be good for anyone. Why? There would be probably a civil war. Good. I think it's time. Do you think so? Hell <laughs> hell yeah. I've been saying this. Like, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> if uh, uh, liberals, Democrats, whatever you want to call them, people that are educated, informed, and want real change in the world mm-hmm. are just as... But the problem uh, with the civil war would be that all of the people on the other side would be the ones with guns. No, that's where you're wrong. Really? Yeah, Americans all have guns. All of them? Because the reality is the other guy has a gun, so I need a gun. That's fair. And uh, yes. That's terrifying reality. I got to Chicago and it's like, Yo, yeah, here's my gun. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow, right on. And it's like, why do you care this? Because everybody else has one. And you'll hear so many Americans say that. Like there was a, 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 a moment. I literally remember we were walking down the street in the morning and the car starts slowing down and they're like, just keep walking. And I was like, what? And the car kept going. And I looked and I was like, did you think we were going to be shot there? <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> maybe. And it's like, who lives in a civilization like this? Like, That's this is insane. this is mental. You're just as likely to die at, from a gunshot in America as you are in a car crash. That's fucked. Right? I'm so- also very scared of cars, though. So I don't. I don't doubt it for a second. <laughs> you know, cars are, cars are scary, but I just, uh, I don't trust the people in the cars. Yeah. I trust the cars. Yeah. And then you add guns to the equation and, and there you are. And they're just shooting guns out of car window. And then you're in Chicago. <laughs> exactly. I also learned about, it was crazy. I learned about these things called rammers and how these guys are just buying old cars with like big iron bodies yeah. to use them as weapons. What? So that basically if you, if you see somebody in the streets, you can just run them over. Ram them. Yeah, smash them with your car oh or God. whatever you need to do. And I was like, oh my God, this is a reality. The guy called it a, because he was looking at a bush guard or yeah. something on a truck. He's like, oh, that's a real nice ram bumper. And I was like, why would you call it a ram bumper? Like, it's a bush guard. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's for ramming people. It starts telling me about this story where he sees a guy smash a car in the middle of an intersection and just start doing driving around it, and then the guy got out and started taunting the guy as he's like in his seat messed up and he's on snapchat and i'm like oh my god what? this is a real place but you know how many movies do we watch about los angeles and you know i see this nice part of los angeles i go to yeah. bel air or whatever but then i end up staying in these like last time i stayed in south central <laughs> and literally the entire time it was like uh mexican party music and 
uh, helicopters flying around above me and car alarms and that dogs. Scary. <laughs> it's not even, it's interesting because it's not that scary because everywhere is being gentrified now. Yeah. But the problem is with gentrification is that you put people kind of in the wrong scenarios, I think. Yeah. Um, like me worrying yeah. about being shot. <laughs> yeah. Honestly though, I can't wait to go back to Chicago. Yeah, did you like it? What a cool city. Yeah. It's one of the oldest cities I heard in America. That actually, yeah. Uh, it's a big port, right? Cuz it's right on the on the lake. And their hot dogs are good. I didn't have a hot dog. Oh. The Snap Dog is what I think what they're famous for, right? Yeah, I think so. Why didn't you have one? I also didn't have pizza. What? Yeah. What did you even do there? <laughs> I worked. I worked hard. I was in I the guess that's I was fair. in the kitchen washing dishes and washing the nice. floor and yeah, what, I'm here to help, chef. <laughs> Thank o- you. <laughs> honestly, like, yeah, that's what I hate. I'm not the pretend- I'm not a pretentious sommelier. Mm. You want me to chop onions? I'll take the hit for you. Perfect. Because I just, I just want to. I'm just lucky to learn. I got to learn to make grits, and nice. I got to make horchata. My buddy uh, Javi, Big Meech, he's a G. I got to spend like most of the day with him one day in a prep kitchen while he's prepping his cocktails because he's just an incredible cocktail artist. He does the only prepackaged michelada in the United States. Big wow. Meech incredible i'm still tasting that grapefruit one you did for lagunitas javi god damn bro <laughs> that good <laughs> honestly it sits on my palate beside 1978 chateau palmer mm. like that and this fucking michelada mix it was so good i don't even know hey if it's good it's good and the cocktails he made was incredible his thought and his passion was so awesome so that's awesome he, yeah smart dude hey who would have thought you could just fall in love with cocktails and, uh, you know, make micheladas? I want a michelada after this conversation, to be super <laughs> honest with you. Yeah, you're going to have a meach with me? Yeah, let's do it. Why not? Okay, I'm going to try. There's no way I can, like, I'm going to try and do Javi justice, obviously. Yeah, um, it's all right. I won't, I won't put the bar too high for you. And also, I haven't had his, so I don't really have anything to compare it to. The big difference is, like, we don't, I can't find, like, the right tamarind stuff mm. in canada i'm also just not mexican so what i kind don't of tamarind i don't like know. a paste may i kind of really need like a like just a soup like a cheap mexican chimoy that already has tamarind in it mm. uh i've just been looking at all these specialty stores and it seems like all the mexican specialty stores don't actually have like the right mexican specialty stuff when i really like as I get to learn a little yeah. bit, the little bits that I kind of get here and there, mm-hmm. and I try and get it back in Canada, I really realize that we have a very small actual Mexican culture here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'd love to bring all, all of these great Mexican guys I met up here and do like a takeover. That'd be I, sweet. I, I actually know um, one of our really good friends, uh, Rafa. He is a chef from Oaxaca and he's actually in Copenhagen right now. He just got, they got voted like best restaurant in Copenhagen or something wow. crazy. Uh, and he makes the best food. Like, it's one of those things where I just, like, watching him cook, I I don't even know. I'm like, what are you even, how? Because there's so much technique. So especially much. Especially in Oaxacan cooking. And time. Time. Oh and the, the layer of flavors. Yeah. The complexity of flavor. It's incredible. Oh, well, you, I would love to bring, I would love, yeah, I want to do, like, a real authentic Mexican in Calgary. Because I don't think... Like, native tongues always wins as best Mexican. Yeah. But that's not Mexican. Like, it's it like it's not. Like, there's not even a Mexican guy in the kitchen. Yeah. That's and, always the saddest when you're like, mm, <laughs> what is this? No. Well, you know, it's... 
it does a pretty good job, but it yeah. still just doesn't have those correct flavors because it's made for a demographic. Right. And that's the thing. I mean, I guess that's the thing with Calgary. <laughs> Yeah. At times. But, I mean, I don't know. I feel like the culinary scene and the and the people that it's getting way better. participate in it are totally like way more educated and in the last five years. Yeah, definitely. It's been a huge growth and I think that's super positive and cool. Definitely. Well yeah, there's so many great restaurants, so many cool fusion concepts. But I think the problem is is like there's only so much room for success. Mm-hmm. And there's only only so many well, I shouldn't say that. I know that a great concept will work, but a great concept doesn't seem to work everywhere in Calgary. Yeah. The location, I think, is the m- most scary part of it. Is like you can see these, there's these certain like haunted locations in the city where even a li- really great concept will will die. go into it and then it'll die. And it's like, what? The? <laughs> like, no, totally. I, you know, one that I never thought would work was Bar Vonderfels mm. on First Street, being yeah, bes- beside the tattoo shop totally. and the pawn shop. Yeah, and they crushed a, it. They have, I mean, I think. Again, though, if your product is good enough, it'll work anywhere. You'll be fine anywhere. I think they were. I think the timing was also very fortunate with the mm-hmm. first street boom, mm-hmm. uh, and just how everything happened there. Yeah, but you know, still, there's still no parking for their restaurant. Like, yeah, at it's their a restaurant. tough location for for that. I mean, for anyone in that area, like there's no parking. Totally. I had Thomas on the podcast, the owner of Bar Vonderfels. He'll be. Uh, probably the episode after you awesome which is a great conversation because hearing about how they started that place is great yeah he's this he's the same age as us in the few in the same few years really i didn't know that that's awesome i i'd like to listen to that because their uh their success has been really great yeah and and just quick Mm -hmm. and um organic yeah as well which is really cool yeah they, they were never like in your face ever it was just like you said an organic growth of people just like genuinely really appreciating what they're putting out there they didn't even want to put up the sign yeah yeah <laughs> like i remember meeting them before they opened the restaurant and they're like yeah we don't really want to put a sign but we're gonna put out one small sign like just one yeah. iron sign small and that's that's it. it yeah and i was like okay that's pretty cool yeah it's bold but it worked capacity's 28 yeah great honestly like that's the kind of thing i love to see when someone's just like uh genuine and wants to just put out a good product and and be uh authenticity authenticity and actually in every conversation i've had so far on the podcast we talk about authenticity that's great it's a good theme it it, it always comes back to it because i think all the people i'm talking to are very authentic people with like a a message that they want to share yeah I like it. I don't know. I think that that's... Uh, if you're going to share one message, what would it be? One message would be... You can talk for as long as you want. Oh, man. Let and me you think can contradict it. yourself a whole bunch, oh, too. Oh, man. Good. That's perfect. Contradicting myself is my favorite. Yeah, it's what you best at when you're superpowered. Uh, yeah. <laughs> me, too. <laughs> uh, I'd say the message would be, um, like, perseverance and believing in what you believe in is really, like, at least the key to my success. Like... I've I've definitely had some some uh, roadblocks and speed bumps and uh, a few derailments in uh, in my fairly short career, but I think that just like learning your worth because you definitely won't know it in the beginning, uh, but learning it and sticking with it and just saying like you know I I definitely I think the the biggest thing that I struggled with was I let people push me until the point of like 
losing it. <laughs> okay. And I pretty much did that um, in all places, like whether I was in school working at McDonald's, like some of my uh, longer jobs here in Calgary, like I really, I really respected the people I was working for. And I think that that's something that is just ingrained in me to respect your employer and to respect the people above you. And in culinary school, they like drill that too. Like I've always believed that, but yes, then, yeah, in, in culinary school, they're like bow to me. Like they're, they're great for a lot of reasons, but they don't exactly like lift you up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The kitchen's a... Yeah. It's a, it's a place of ruthlessness. And I think that, um, a side, side note, I, I used to be kind of a dick in the kitchen. Like I definitely had low patience. And Everybody has to be. You have yeah. to be. If you want to be a chef, if you want to be head chef. I mean, yes and no. What what I was about to say actually is that like I've definitely chilled out. <laughs> like yeah. I've definitely become more like understanding of it's why you're people. you're your boss. Yeah. It's because I'm my boss, which is great. And also like the people I'm working with, I know are genuine and want to learn. And it's it's my friends, which is obviously a blessing and like a rare situation but they just really want to learn and they just also have a lot to add which is something i really respect and it's made it a little easier to, to so, be nice <laughs> well you know i've worked in kitchens i've worked in restaurants like people that work in kitchens it's either there's kind of two types of people mm-hmm. very passionate people that want to be chefs and want to have a restaurant career yeah and then like anthony bourdain wrote in kitchen confidential uh ex-cons and meth heads yeah doing a ballet totally with 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 these super passionate people and you know at any moment any of those people could snap and stab you (laughs) uh and they are all carrying a knife yeah but you have to work side by side with them in a sweaty hot stressful environment and so very true yeah yeah being a chef is a it's a it's 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 hard it's hard and it can be like it's one of those weird um like situations where you're getting a lot of praise often because people if they like your food they're telling you but at the same time you're also getting a lot of like extreme criticism all of the time oh yeah so you're like in this weird like yay i got this like someone told me it was the best thing they've ever had and then the next year like oh someone had a review that was like less than great they hated it yeah like we got a review one time and it was not anything about the food. It was just like they didn't like our prices because they were comparing us to other food trucks and they said like your poutine is at least two dollars more than everyone else's. And I was like, Yeah, but like Well, what's our, a poutine worth? Fifteen bucks? Thirteen uh, bucks? Yeah, but like about there and Well then they should it's a food truck. What I do you know. expect? Well that's the and the thing is too, is like we have like there's a lot of short rib in it. There's like local cafe rosso coffee in the gravy like duck fat fried fries i was like i don't yeah, what you do you want that. from you, me no, you, it's just a hater you know what that's kind of the interesting thing about yelp and online reviews yeah. is everybody got this power to like complain totally. and the people that have great experiences never take the time yeah. to tell people yeah and it sucks yeah that's so true luckily like we actually our facebook page is pretty full of like really appreciative guests which has been it's like so heartwarming (laughs) oh that's nice yeah sorry getting a call i should have turned off my phone don't worry i should have too i know i was looking i was like what are all these 
What are all these bling blings? I'm so important. My my boyfriend texts me three times. Yes. My phone. <laughs> and my mom. <laughs> my phone addiction's real. Yeah. Uh, with my new iPhone, it tells me how much screen time I spend. Oh. Per day. I don't want to know that. It's it's helpful because I do a lot of business on my phone as yeah. well, right? Uh, it's That's kind of the reality true. of social media and yeah, being it's a, so big for a business. Every single person Ugh. that I do business w- with now, I've met over Instagram. Yeah. Like flat out it's given me more opportunity than i could have ever imagined in any facet um because you're able to connect with anybody and send anybody a message like we were talking earlier but like how do you make that connection how do you find that person that person is on instagram yeah and all it it just takes sending them a dm yeah uh and it's 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 incredible to me like you know even chef pierre who introduced us yeah um I found him on Instagram. Totally, I thought yeah. it, I thought it was so cool that he was like a um, a chef and an author, and he had been on Chopped and Top Chef, and he yeah. was in Calgary. And I was like, "Oh well, hopefully I can con this guy into doing a cannabis <laughs> day with me." And then luckily, I followed him, and I made that connection. And yeah. then he did a canvas dinner for yeah. his friends and i was like oh bingo fantastic. Totally, yeah. Uh, and then we, and then yeah, it took like me following up a few times and. Uh, there you I'm go. stoked. Now we're doing a dinner together February 22nd. That'll be next month. So I haven't yeah. launched that yet, but this is coming out a week before our dinner. Um, awesome. So this is the this is the early warning. Oh and, man! And if you're listening to this and the dinner isn't already sold it out, sold out because it's it's pretty close right now. Yeah. Um, go and go and buy some tickets because I'll put the Eventbrite link in the description yeah. of the of the show. It's gonna be so good. I'm like I. Uh, honestly those donuts like i've been thinking about that recipe for i don't know at least three years and i haven't been able to do it yet so wow I'm super fucking excited i was putting together some wine sponsors today nice. with some great my some of my favorite wines because luckily i'm fortunate to have worked with some great people so yeah. we'll have some awesome juice and <laughs> it's gonna be sick like I'm, I'm so excited i can't wait to see where the future of it goes i honestly think that um it's it's in the entirety of the future of dining um it's literally the only new thing yeah in it's dining. pretty much like reached our uh i don't know i mean there's well, molecular be gastronomy new. came out a few <laughs> years ago and all those goddamn foams y'all those foams <laughs> your twills and your foams <laughs> seriously oh my god i'll have to just do some sort of foam dish that's like we're a, doing a creme fraiche foam now yeah, we, let's have do it. we have to we have to that, there we go. I had that creme fraiche finally. Yeah. The the S and E one. Yeah. What'd you have it with? Just pierogies. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Solid. <laughs> uh, Pierre told me that I should just have it with something simple. Yeah. He was like, honestly, it's so bomb. Like, just let it shine as an ingredient. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna have cheap frozen pierogies, Do and it. I'm gonna put expensive ass creme fraiche on it. Yeah. Holy fuck! Is the best thing I've ever done <laughs> in my entire life. That's awesome. It was like that it's i didn't i've i didn't realize i've never been able to have a spoonful of creme fraiche mm-hmm. and just straight up have that <laughs> um and it is it's like it's like eating butter popcorn and the most delicious sour cream at the yeah. same time in like a thick greek yogurt yeah it's like the texture that's what really does it for me i'm like what is this silkiness <laughs> like it's so good yeah we're going downstairs once we're finished we're gonna meet gelada <laughs> and a bit a spoon full of creme fraiche <laughs> okay, deal. i i i love it i love it. I, I love being able to live that life 
I had yeah. I had one uh, chat with my buddy Clay for the podcast that'll come out later, and um, that night, you know, I I had bought a fist sized truffle, yeah, and we I just shaved so much oh, truffle man. on the mandolin. <laughs> And uh, yeah, he was, he was just stoked. That's awesome. Open a ball of Vouv Clicquot. And I mean, what else do you need? Not much. A little bit of great cannabis. Yeah, well, I mean, That was there, naturally. obviously. Yes. Would you like a dab? Sure, why not? Can I give you one of those? I okay. feel like we should before all this is over. Otherwise, yeah, I, what are we even doing? Why are, We can't even be on <laughs> beers with buds yeah. if you don't have some buds. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, we got to get you. Um, so I want you to smell the Jaeger okay. as well because this one has some really interesting qualities. And I'm not going to tell you what I think it smells like until you smell it. Oh, God. Put me... No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter because what I want, what I like, it's not pretentiousness. It's just all about whatever you think is is is, you're right. That's what I said on the. It's definitely spicier than the other ones. Yeah, Yeah. there's a specific spice in there that I think is the main standout quality. Ginger, perhaps, or. I didn't think it was. I definitely feel gingery, but I don't know. I'm gonna, or clove. Can I tell you what I think it is? Yeah, please. No, I think it's star anise. Ah. Yeah, and when you taste it, you'll you'll be like, wow. We should pair this with my uh, Chinese five spice float. Yes, as the digestif. Mm-hmm. Totally, and we'll do a. Uh, because that'll be like star anise is big in that, so that'll be great. Uh, awesome! That sounds fantastic. I'm pumped. That's uh also we're gonna so we're uh, bottling our sodas that we've been selling on the truck oh. and uh so the chinese five spice cola is gonna be in that ice cream float no way this is gonna be debuted for the dinner the first time bottled yeah i think so if Whoa. we can get it if we can get it done in time we're uh we're chatting tomorrow before we're going to the best of calgary mixer tomorrow evening Ooh la la i know so need fancy. a media agent i'll come oh, take maybe. videos of you the whole time perhaps yeah, if <laughs> we'll you, chat about that yeah, let me know i can put a camera around my neck and put all that fancy stuff that you see up there yeah. and look real professional oh for my you. god okay maybe uh yeah uh <laughs> so uh before that we're gonna have a little meeting and talk about our labels we already picked we like bought our yes. bottles we've got our caps coming in and our lovely friends at uh, t24 brewery in chestermere are helping us out with the carbonation awesome yeah. oh so you're doing it in a commercial facility yeah wicked like a bunch of legit bosses awesome <laughs> and uh well i've never heard of that brewery they're awesome we actually had our brew boards which was like a little kind of like a charcuterie plate with um uh beer cheese made with so we had them in a few breweries and okay. we also did like a big rock um collaboration where we had their own beer in the beer cheese and we serve it with like spent grain crackers and all this stuff so because you cook with beer a lot yeah I, uh, it's kind of funny because I don't really like drinking beer. Um, my That's business why I partners, you wine today. Yeah, my business partners are super into it. And like well, Adam is super... Oh, yeah. Shit. Sorry. Don't touch the banger. Okay. How do I... I forget how just, to do this. Just put that in and let it melt off. Okay. And then I'm going to put... And you can uh, puff on it while it melts. Oh, really? Put it in the bottom, yeah. Yes. Yeah, Perfect. nailing it she's hitting the uh the fake mothership <coughs> goodness nagger, gracious some flower rosin <laughs> that was awesome i wish i had that on video because that would have been like the perfect goodness <laughs> gracious yeah oh that's good <coughs> my goodness yes last time you're here i got you incredibly mm. incredibly stoned that oh was so God. funny that was uh 
<coughs> an experience as like a regular pot smoker. I uh, thought I could handle myself. <laughs> Turns out the cannabis sommelier lives up to his name. <laughs> I was like very uh, feeling good. Very good. That's my moment for phone calls, 5.30. <laughs> Again, I'm like, oh, I should have turned off my phone. Didn't turn off my phone. Don't worry. Because I'm it's addicted right. to technology. Yeah, can't get rid of it. No, it's Don't there. want to, though. I don't know. I have this weird, like... What would you... If Instagram disappeared tomorrow, <coughs> people, a lot of people would be... <coughs> screwed. Really heartbroken, I yeah. think. I think a lot of people's businesses would be done because they don't know what to do past Instagram. <coughs> yeah. I'm truly trying to diversify my uh, stuff <coughs> into written content and uh, like youtube and stuff too well the youtube is deep i've been into youtube for a year yeah, there's 150 lot videos yeah but i need to i'm making sure that i re-aggregate that content like i've never put anything on vimeo i'm just oh. thinking about this now i do all these youtube videos but i don't have a vimeo channel oh, okay um, there's so many different options it's just a little overwhelming yeah you kind of just got to put them on all of them yeah i think there's probably a robot on the internet that i could pay probably you can actually and even like with instagram you can get like uh pre-done posts so you like put all these posts together and then oh, and then just, just like, post it yeah just post it like you ooh. tell it when to Ooh, i should probably spend a day doing know, that right and let it go for a month so I that i don't was, have to worry about it uh a really good idea but i haven't done it yet because it seems kind of inauthentic though right I, that's the thing it's like i never know what i'm gonna be feeling so like <laughs> I mean, yeah, it just, you don't know, like, am I, do I want to post about this or this or whatever? Mm. It's kind of nice to do it at your own speed. So. That's why I never want to batch my cannabis pairings. Mm -hmm. um, I always did them a day or two before their release because yeah. um, I wanted it to be authentic. It's funny. You can watch my hair grow mm -hmm. the whole way through. <laughs> Like it, yeah, and then you see when I get a haircut, and then it grows. That's it's awesome. funny when I scroll through the iMovie library. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, this is. It's like four weeks after the haircut, I look the best. Yeah. Okay, I get Anyone, it. Anyone obviously that hasn't seen him before, great hair, yeah. really good hair. <laughs> Go follow me on Instagram yeah. at the Cannabis Psalm. Just I don't, for his hair. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's actually going to listen to the podcast. Well, that's an interesting thing about podcasts. I don't understand this medium yeah. uh, as well as I do others, and totally. so it's like. You can find the, the, the podcast wherever you're listening right now, but you can find it on, it's hosted by Podbean, um, and then it's on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I don't know either. It's So anywhere you listen to music, you can find my podcast. That's good. I'm glad. I think like, I don't know, maybe this, the thing I like about your podcast is like, it's a little bit self-indulgent for us. We can like talk about whatever we want to talk about and it's super fun. And uh, who knows who will actually listen to the whole thing. But I like right. that it's like super, <laughs> it is to go back to it, like really authentic. And like we, this is genuinely like the things we care about and want to talk about. And it's you and me. Yeah. And that's what I thought was the coolest part about having a long format conversation was. Yeah. Well, I get to, I get, and it's interesting. I get to ask questions like really directly that I probably wouldn't ask yeah. in normal situations. Which is great. It's, it's fun. It's really cool too, to do with people that you know a little bit, but you don't know great. Totally. <laughs> totally. As after my dab, I'm like, sentences are hard. You don't know great yet, but it's fine. Sorry. The Jagger was a hard one. I should have given you the darn solid diesel. No, it's nice. Honestly, I feel a lot more coherent than last time. Wonderful. Yeah. That one was... <laughs> last time was a lot i that yeah and we smoked some great cannabis before too yeah, the, we from did. gastown that was so that was some organic wedding cake yeah um i liked it a lot 
it, it would yeah top absolutely as close to top shelf cannabis <coughs> as you can get um luckily i have been given some hundred point examples from great great guys like that so yeah. what gastown did uh do you know what a negociant is in wine sure don't <laughs> so it started in bordeaux and basically these guys would buy wine from all the best yeah. growers and then they would uh sell it under a collective label yeah but put together like you know different vineyard sites but sell it under one house so that they could have more power in the community buying and selling mm-hmm. so basically gastown was a negotiant uh in the gray areas he stopped now and is just doing an apparel company but he he, he brought together all that, this amazing collective of growers that may not be the best salespeople or may not be demanding the highest prices for their amazing mm-hmm. product and he cultivated them all brought them in all under one brand that's really cool yeah it was uh super inspiring because i love just just that straight up parallel between what guys did in wine 500 years ago yeah um and 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 what he did for cannabis so it's yeah but it's interesting because you know even for people that built an amazing brand like that there's still this barrier of entry for um the 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 legal market yeah no doubt it's crazy like um i don't know i think the legal market right now i i'm sure you feel the same way like it's definitely not I don't know. Like, I'm not interested in it right now. Like, are you... Do you feel like I just... Well, there's those big bags of weed sitting right <laughs> there uh, that are all, like, pretty subpar samples. Yeah. And I definitely didn't roll any of that for you Yeah. when you got here. Yeah. So... It's tough. It's, uh... I have only bought legal weed a couple times now. And, like, I probably, like, will, out of convenience, continue to, like, you know? But... yeah it's um i don't know i have just been like eh. there's a thousand bucks of weed sitting there and i don't plan <laughs> on smoking any of it okay well also i'll take some if you want to yeah I'll, yeah well i will i'll send you home with some <laughs> my standards definitely aren't as high as yours but they're definitely high enough to know that like okay well i'll give you the best best of the worst legal okay weed. i'll take it <laughs> i was thinking i was get i should just stash it all over calgary and just like do oh like my an God, Easter egg like hunt one day. Cannabis Santa? You we, should. We, oh, did you? Oh, so we, I do, stash and dashes are a thing. Last year, I organized one with Gastown all over Canada on 420. Oh my God, what? So we did one simultaneously in 12 cities across Canada at 420. And I pulled into this parking lot. I had hyped it and I had given hints. And I'm like pulling into Let's where. Let's do it. I, I want to do that. Let's I had do done that. it. And this, this guy, I see this guy point me. He's like, that's him. And I come around the corner. I see like 35 people in this parking lot. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> And I started running into the woods and people just started chasing me for the stash and dash. But when we were just in Vancouver, uh, we did one and we put it in the Canada Place fountain. And this dude like took his shoes off. There was like, th- we put like $300 I cash. was going f- shoes on. <laughs> oh, I was thinking, I was like, I had to like yell at a guy to come over, to get him to come over. Cause w- usually they're found so quick with mm-hmm. Gastown. They're done. They're done really quick. People are usually really watching his story, yeah. but we'd sat there for like, half an hour and then right after we convinced this guy to walk in and took his shoes off this dude comes running running up in his gum boots oh my god i was like oh i kind of wish the guy running up his gum boots but then we did one later that night and uh (laughs) this is well we the they were like we were looking down and i was like we should do a stash and dash on that cop car and right on granville and they're like they're like they're like no way and i'm like yeah for sure yeah like let's send it (laughs) 
And so we went down there because I was like, who's going to arrest the guy in a suit? And uh, we, I put a, I put a, 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 a gram of oil on the, on the cop car tire. Oh my God. <laughs> and we put it on Instagram. And I was like, okay, we got to wait. Like, yeah, you got to see. Who and they're like, it. they're like, no, like, no, man. Like, and I'm like, no, no, no. Like, we got to wait. <laughs> and so we stood there and we smoked a joint across the street. And like, it's Granville, Saturday night. Like, thousands of people are oh, walking by. God. And we're looking at it. Like, you can clearly see it. And uh, just out of nowhere, this one guy, like you see him look around, look around, and he does like a little spin move and sticks his hand onto the tire. Oh my god! And then you see his hand just fly up. That's okay. That reminds me. Okay, another uh, confession. I didn't think I'd be making on this podcast. Uh, I'm a huge Survivor fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a show I've never watched. What? Okay, <laughs> I get like. For people that don't watch it, probably uncomfortably into it. Like, I'll, like, have to leave the room. I'm like, no way Malcolm's getting voted out. He just played three hidden immunity idols. This is some bullshit. Like, I just get super... Also, Malcolm, if you ever listen to this one day, I love you. It's a Um, deep game. Holy. But... Okay, so... They have this thing where... Malcolm's your gimme. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. anyways, we'll keep Uh, going. (laughs) So, anyways, they have this thing where, like you'll find a a clue to a hidden immunity idol and they'll say uh at a challenge if you're bold enough we'll hide one under the table and in front of your whole team you have to try and like untie it and take it and like put it in your shorts or whatever because they're always all in bathing suits when they're competing okay and uh and it's so that anyways sorry so your story i was like totally picturing like this guy in like a buff like super tan with a big beard being like just this little (laughs) spin move and grabbing it under the oh i wish he was i wish he was buff and tan (laughs) it was definitely not a buff tan dude no no i mean i guess i wouldn't expect it to be (laughs) cannabis guys don't aren't generally buff and tan um but he was yeah. excited and he didn't get voted off that's good i'm we happy for him we were, jeff probes didn't snuff out his torch that's man, nice man that's whack that uh, malcolm got voted off even though he had three hidden immunity idols. i know okay honestly <laughs> it's devastating but i got my boyfriend into it this Is year it? Okay. and he okay so we made this bet and Sorry for telling this story, Naz. Uh, so we made a bet where if he cried during the Survivor season, yeah. he had to buy me something and vice versa. If he didn't cry, I'd buy him whatever. Okay. And uh, he cried. <laughs> it was awesome. Shout out. I cry all the time <laughs> in movies and TV. It was so good. It was. They got their uh, letters from home. Okay, and that was the moment. Yeah, yeah. and I just looked over at him and he was like, <laughs> oh, God. And I was like, fuck yeah gotcha gotcha (laughs) softy yeah loser you knew the bet you were setting up you've seen him cry so many times watching movies it's like me i can't watch a julia roberts movie without oh yeah bawling at least i'm pretty sure he avoids them just so he he doesn't cry yeah when i hear women sing tears (laughs) tears. i can't handle it yeah that's that's like i mean i get it kind of it's hard no it's is that like 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 you can you not watch sister act (laughs) <laughs> you would say one of my favorite movies i was just trying to think of, like, follow him. oh my god yes i will follow him wherever he wow goes. they yeah. didn't know they were getting a musical and a podcast never an ocean to deep. is that really one of your favorite movies oh whoopi kills it in that yeah that final, like the whole 
I love I love everything about it. You know what's funny is my, Are you crying right now? Almost, almost. I'm like, oh, that's a great scene. I love that end scene. I love him. I love him. Uh, yeah, awesome. Just so everyone knows he's totally crying. <laughs> great movie. That's the best. See, that's the best thing that's ever happened. Yeah, don't bet me about crying in Survivor because I'm not taking that bet. Okay. No chance. Yeah, you'd cry for sure. Yeah, oh, 100%. 100%. Like every rom-com, I don't go to the movies anymore because i know i'm gonna end up crying yeah fair S- enough okay you you would get along great with my boyfriend he cried in ladybird we went it was one of our first dates and uh, also sorry for telling this story um and i'm kind of soulless so it takes a lot for me to cry unless i'm having like a meltdown and uh so we're watching it and i look over and there's like these tears just like silently streaming down his face and he's very handsome so i'm like wow this is Equally beautiful and concerning. This is sexy. Yeah, but also... Mm, Why are you crying? <laughs> Why are you crying? Uh, and then when we're, like, driving home... Uh, he's, well, he's dropping me off at my place because it's only our, like, third date. And uh, he's like, if anyone wasn't crying in that movie, I just... I don't know if we're watching the same one. Oh, he's gonna... And, he's, gonna uh, <laughs> he's, like, so upset. And I was like, <laughs> do I tell him I didn't cry? Like, is this... Is he gonna think no, I don't he have knew. a heart? That's why he said it. He probably did. He was like, this girl is soulless. She's hard. Why did I take the tattooed chick to the sad movie? Right? What's the thing? I don't know. She wanted to see a scary movie. Should have taken her to Halloween. I'm not that predictable. <laughs> I'm more in psychological thrillers are my jam. Shutter Island. Yeah, that, one got you. that was a good one. It's literally the... You, Have you seen A Cure for Wellness? No. It's oh, a good, good movie. It's really good, but there's a real, the end scene. Rough twist. It just gives me the fucking creeps i can't okay well but watch it it's great but also hey yeah yeah you watch anything good on netflix lately uh i liked sex education that was funny i came home and there's a whole bunch of new stuff i watched that it was good the whole way through no oh i did it one day yeah you're just like i'm doing it right now i'm I'm getting my education i'm such a binger (laughs) i'm the worst I, uh, I, I do at times, but I also get really bored easily and I mm. always just go back to like forensic files cause that's my jam yeah, or you love, you love true crime. Yeah. And I also like record every episode of like ancient aliens so I can always fall back on that if I need to. Do you, do you ever watch action Bronson watch action, ancient aliens? No, but that sounds like something I should watch. <laughs> it's pretty funny. They just sit there in front of a green screen and they project the ancient aliens on nice. the green screen as they're watching it and then oh they sit there God. and smoke weed and comment on <laughs> that's incredible that sounds like an ex like an elaborate version of what i do by myself yeah totally yeah. It's, it's totally what you would do by yourself and that's just awesome and that's why everyone fucking loves it yeah that's why it's authentic. like right and they're just like this is true i do this often yeah, I like to smoke fat joints and uh, <laughs> wonder why this crazy-haired guy. Yeah, but that, and that's the, that's the thing that drives me nuts is, like, why has it got to be so cheesy? Like, why can't you guys make this a show that's, like, uh, like gets Nobody would people watch it. on board? Nobody would watch it. I'd watch it, but I also, <laughs> like, I also really like that's why you have the, the space channel in grade 12. Yeah, okay, yes. <laughs> I was like, ooh, book reports. Yes, <laughs> yay. <laughs> I like learning. Uh, yeah. I didn't like learning in traditional education because I thought it was worthless. Yeah, it's true. It I, is true, but it also, like, I don't know. There's so much free education online. So last yeah. week, 
because I know how these are coming out in succession now. Um, I talked with Mario Fabry of Trying Vegan with Mario, who has yeah. a TV show where he cool. just takes vegan chefs, and he's his dad owns a, a sausage factory. Nice. Damn it, I'm telling his whole story, and I completely <laughs> forget what I was going to tell you. That's uh, okay. <laughs> moving along. Moving along. Anyways, Mario's great. Oh, no, it's totally something to do with... What were we just talking about? Do you remember? It's gone. Must have it's been a gone. lie. The uh, the problem with this show is also the magic of it is that we're smoking weed. So if we start something and get a little too off topic, yeah, beers with butts is great. All goes in the. It's like real life. It is. It is real life. The amount of times that I forget what I'm talking about mid sentence, I like, I like have this moment. I'm t- gonna talk about, it, and then I just want to talk about something else so bad, and then it's all gone. Sarah's mom says it's a lie. If you can't remember what you're gonna say, must have been a lie. Whoa! So I, I always like that. say that. I'm just like, yeah, must have been a lie. That's the best. I'm using that too. <laughs> yeah. Hell just, yeah. Just don't worry about it. They're so great. They have, they are so, uh, English, but they've been in Canada for long. Uh, double the amount of time they ever lived in England. Nice. But they're so great and English and and sweet and nice and like genuinely really English. I love that Sarah's dad says right then. And <laughs> nice. uh, so it's kind of like an inside joke with me and all of my friends. Like, yeah. Right then. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah, we we thought that uh, me and Sarah get married in Jamaica this year in November and That's I was so exciting. That's awesome. I think Sarah was made the joke that uh her dad would is going to give a speech and then just start chanting, Right then! Right <laughs> then! Right then! <laughs> Perfect. Oh, that sounds like it's going to be a great time. It's going to be crazy. Great wines and great friends. and Fun. Crazy family. Yeah, that's what it should be about, that's, honestly. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. I think that's what weddings are about. Yeah, definitely. If you ever go to a wedding that's not like that, you're like, this is terrible. I haven't been to many weddings. I went to my mom's wedding. Mm. Um, and I went to a dude that I didn't know's wedding because my buddy's date bailed on him and he'd already paid ah. for her dinner. Oh, classic. You know what? It's really funny. Cause I, um, it was weird being there and I, st- I stood off to the side of the dance floor, uh, when, uh, she was like, when they were doing the garter belt thing. Yeah. When it's Ben and Megan, great wedding at Lake Louise. It was absolutely beautiful. Must nice. have cost a fortune. Yeah, I bet. Um, they, but he did the garter belt thing and he flung it, flung it back like the bouquet. Yeah. And, um, you know, he had a lot of buddies there and they were all on the dance floor and they were like into it. And I stood way off to the side cause I was like, this isn't my moment. Like yeah. I don't want to be here. And it literally was flying at my face <laughs> and I stuck out my hand and it yeah. just, it like just yeah. landed there. And I was like, okay. And, yeah. um. I'm the next, um, that was like five years ago, and now I'm the next one to get married. Crazy. Well, there you go. Yeah. Meant to be. The The magic actually happened, I it guess. It did. Wow. So, so that was, uh, <laughs> yes. Incredible. That, yes. That garter belt was the skirt on my microphone for a long time. Hey, why not? It fit perfectly. I don't know. It was just, it was just hilarious. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> Okay, well, we should go. Uh, we should go have a michelada, I think, and that sounds uh, yeah, that smoke sounds a little great. bit more cannabis. And Why it not? sounds like Sarah's home, so I heard that the dog Zeus, best dog, so cute. At Zeus Friedman on Instagram. Yeah, if you're looking to see cute dogs, <laughs> look no further. Well, <laughs> just a little commercial, right? No, <laughs> follow Zeus Friedman. <laughs> cannabis patient zeus uses uh, cannabis for his crones yeah which is incredible yeah so um really saved his life at one you point you should interview him next oh, 
<laughs> it'll be a short interview, but it'll be very interesting and yes. insightful. And cute. And and cute. And exactly. Cute. Most pic- importantly. The picture will bring them all in. It'll be my most listened to <laughs> podcast ever. Probably. Because people be like, how do you... Yeah, a dog talks. Like, what <laughs> yeah. a talking dog on a podcast. He actually doesn't say anything. Okay. And on that note. Um, <laughs> just, just so we all know, dog doesn't actually talk. <laughs> but when you see the episode, listen to it, please. Um, Chef Alicia Ross, thank you so much for being here. Uh, can you just you tell everybody where they can find you on Instagram, just in case they listened all the way to the end? Yeah. <laughs> on the off chance you made it this far on our journey, uh, Lil Chef YYC or little truck on the prairie uh on instagram and then from there you can see all my other info because yeah. keep it simple and i'm gonna try and make some awesome content with you so yeah. make sure you follow me at the cannabis psalm and we will uh keep showing off your awesome culinary skills and i really hope that you win best chef in calgary me too get your votes in get your votes in <laughs> do you know how we can vote is that a thing uh yeah it's uh best or uh, fuck don't uh <laughs> best of calgary somewhere yeah i'll put like, it in the description at the please bottom do. it's I'll like link either it. because calgary or best of calgary if they have both of them okay i'll link it i'll link yeah. it down down in the description so Perfect. please everybody listening uh go vote for chef if you uh have the chance to get tickets for our dinner i hope you grab them right away i'd yeah. love to see you there and again chef thank you so much let's have one more cheers before yeah, we go thank and you. oh shit well, we'll oh, oh no hold on no oh. we're not pretending cheers anything thank we you share. cheers thank you cheers okay